Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Okay. Cheers. 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 Cheers! Cheers to drinking mimosas. We're drinking mimosas on a Wednesday evening. Indeed we are. Because they are not just a breakfast drink. They are so much more. It's and true. They deserve more credit than they get. <laughs> I love mimosas. Me too. Um, hey everyone, welcome back to Somebody Date Us. I'm Carly. I'm Asal. I'm Lauren. And I have a big question for you guys. <laughs> oh my god, what is it? Um, I'd like to know why you're single this week? That's a very good question, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> As if you weren't anticipating it. Um, okay, I'll go first. I am single this week because I am breaking out. Like, I actually brought face mask here. Um, what? <laughs> while I was going to, like, do a spot treatment <laughs> while we record, but anyway, we, we got into it and I forgot. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, you know when you get, like, pimples but they're under the skin and they like hurt because they're they're like growing they're coming out <laughs> you guys ever get okay um yeah so I can like feel it coming and it just hurts and I don't want to go on any dates and I just want to hide until I have clear skin again <laughs> and they're painful too those are the ones that just sneak up on you and yeah you, you can feel them coming for like days and weeks yeah and then it rears its ugly head and you're like oh damn it I know yeah yeah they're nasty Okay. Um, I'm single this week because, uh, so I have been, you know, going on dates with people and um, I've just kind of come to the realization that I really, truly think I've been single for so long that I've become uber set in my ways. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it's just really hard for me to balance my time and their time. Um, And that's actually just been such a struggle for me. I I can't, I don't know. It's, you know, I am free when I want to hang out, but I'd rather just be by myself because yeah. I don't get that time. So I don't know. And ugh, I've just become a little bit of a homebody, I guess. So I just need to learn how to break out of my shell like a little bit more. And yeah. I don't think you're the only one like that, though, because I've complained about it on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Is like people being always too busy. And I don't necessarily think it's that they're too busy. Like I totally say I'm too busy when I'm going to yoga or hanging out with my friends. Or I just would rather do so many other things sometimes than hang out with like a guy or go on a date. So I don't feel like you're the only one that's like that. I feel like it's our generation. The burnout. Yeah, yeah, the single people burnout. Lauren, why are you single? Um, I am single this week because I had a major bumble fail. So over the weekend, I was cleaning out all my matches. And I, like, people that hadn't answered me in a while, yada, yada. And I was, like, unmatching them. And I remember specifically opening this guy's profile and being like, I don't really think this guy's that attractive anymore. Like, I want to unmatch him. And then later in the day, I'm back on Bumble and I have been, over the last month, I've been like talking to and hanging out with this one guy. And I noticed he had unmatched me off Bumble. And I was like, you guys know, I was texting you and I was so sad about it. And I was like, even though we hadn't hung out that long, I still get like emotionally affected by that kind of stuff. (laughs) And I was like, that's so rude. You think you'd give me the time of day, yada, yada. So I'm back looking through my people on Bumble and like trying to get motivation. 
and noticed that the guy that I thought was unattractive, that I thought I unmatched, who sat right above this other guy I've been seeing, was still there. So I totally unmatched the wrong guy. And at first I was like, maybe it was not me. Maybe like, I don't know. And then, but this guy's been calling me all week and like, he like totally is still mm -hmm. into hanging out with me. So I'm like, it was me. It was me the whole time. I made myself sad and blamed it on someone else. But so be careful when you're unmatching. Yeah. Things. Such a sigh of relief though. It's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. It was I, an accident. Yeah. Okay, guys. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like between the three of us, we have been on a lot of dates. Right? I mean, where'd you get that idea? <laughs> I just have a feeling. I don't know what you're talking about. So in today's episode, it'll be really fun to just share some of our stories, funny stories, good stories, bad stories. Um, and yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Storytelling time. Storytelling Listen time. Listen to this before bed and we'll put you to sleep. <laughs> Do we want to start with like maybe our favorite dates we've ever been on? Yeah. Yeah. Start on a positive note. Yeah. So like... I mean, I've never had any like, super extravagant date. Like Charlotte told us about that one time when she was like going to Casa Loma and this romantic <laughs> dancing under the stars. Like I've never really had any dates like that, but I've had a few like super fun dates. Like I remember one specifically, um, I had spent this like whole day with this guy and then he's like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, I have no plans. He's like, do you want to go to the, of all concerts, the Lauren Hill concert? And I was like, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. And then like, we tried to look at tickets and like tickets were like really expensive for Lauren Hill. And so we were like, why don't we just like get a blanket, a bottle of wine. And since there's a park behind the like Molson Amphitheater, Budweiser mm -hmm. stage, whatever it's called now, which is for people not in Toronto, an outdoor concert venue. Um, you can sit up on the hill and you can actually see the stage and listen to the concert. And like there was a ton of people doing it. And we just like brought a blanket, brought a bottle of wine, brought some glasses so and listened to the concert. And it was so fun and like romantic in a very simple way. And spontaneous. Like yeah. Yeah. And unexpected. I like that. Well, Didn't spontaneous. An bite your lip. Oh that yeah, night. and then <laughs> so no makeups for a long time. Yeah, and then we and then we realized that there was ants crawling in my glass because oh, I left no. it on the ground, and then I drank it and it bit my lip, and it was like a, it was a this. thing. But I mean, I kind of forgot about that. I'm glad a Sal remembered. Did you wait two hours for Lauren Hill because that's like her thing? Oh yeah, so she was like really late. I don't yeah. even think we stayed for Lauren. I think we just stayed for like the opening. Yeah. Pump -up Why is that thing? her thing? That's rude. Um, she is. was like it three is. hours that late. Thing, yeah. That thing, it's her thing. Yeah, baby. She will mark that till the end of time. Oh yeah. Um. So I've had a lot of great dates. Um, I don't have a particular story, though. So there was this one guy that I dated um, when I had just moved to the city. And he was always really open to trying new things, which is really important to me because I like trying new things. And I'm a yes person. Um, so I remember I had just moved into my place and I had nothing, like no furniture because um, I my couch hadn't been delivered yet um and he would just come over and we just put blankets on the ground and just like sit and watch tv i had my tv at that point but um we just really explored the city together and um he was there when i got um my dog he actually drove me to fort erie um to to see my dog for the first time so he was with me and with like a lot of um really special uh times in my life and he was great and he was like my best friend and someone i felt super super comfortable with and yeah, I really had a lot of fun with him. We had a lot of like great memories together. 
Oh, that's so yeah, sweet. Yeah, I feel like I'm totally down for, like, exploring the city. I find a lot of the time you go on a good first date, a good second date, and then as soon as you get to that point where you're comfortable enough to go to one another's house, it's, like, becomes the only thing you guys do and it drives me insane like I still want to go on dates I don't care if we've been dating for a month or if we've been dating for like three years I still want to go do fun things together and like in Toronto there's so many fun things to do like I've gone on a, yeah there's so much to do like I've mm-hmm. gone on a lot of like fun dates in like Trinity Bellwoods you yes. pack some beers and some like snacks some lawn games mm-hmm. like or Toronto Island yeah, I'm definitely sensing a theme here between all three of our um, favorite date <laughs> stories because mine is very similar to the both of yours. Um, I met up with this guy on a Friday after work and I, we matched on Tinder. So he's total random. And um, we had no plans other than why don't we grab a drink and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I was so close to bailing because I think that week I had just gotten back from like, like four weeks in Europe and I was exhausted. And I was so tired. I'm like, I just want some time to myself. But you know, I'm like, whatever. And I met up with this guy, really hit it off. You could just tell by like the first drink, he's like, okay, we're obviously ordering a second one. He's like, and let's go on a, let's, let's just bar hop. He's like, well, let's pick a that. final destination. So and I was like, a final destination. I want to end up at Bovine. So there's Bovine Sex Club. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have ever been to it, but um, it was so much fun. And we literally just went around the city, went to like amazing rooftop patios, grungy, like little holes in the wall. Um, and we just each took turns like paying the bills. It was just so much fun. We were having such great time, and it was just he. Would, I don't know. There's this one point, uh, point that he just grabbed me and kissed me, and I was like, "Oh my god, yes, this is so that. hot! Oh my god!" And it was just so amazing. But like, we got very, very ahead of ourselves on this date. We were like, "I'm like, oh my god, I did not expect this way to feel. Like, I did not expect to feel this way about you." And he's like, "Same. Oh my gosh." He's like. <laughs> He's like, I have so many ideas. He's like, I can't believe. He's like, oh, we're going to go on a trip here and a trip there. I'm like, sounds great. We're wasted. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're playing wasted. our futures together. We literally were playing our futures. And he's like, he's like, oh my gosh, I have to take you to this amazing place in Quebec City. I'm like, oh my God, when are we going? Like, <laughs> it was literally like a thing. And then at the end of the night, um, I'm like, you might as well come back to my place. <laughs> we're getting married. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> And it was, everything was fine. Everything was fine. We were like on my couch, like making out. And then I was like, guys, okay, this is, I, I've said it before. I can't drink tequila because when I drink tequila, <laughs> I'm a fucking <laughs> psychopath. Oh, no. And I was like, I want you to fucking slap me so hard across the face. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and he's pain. like, without hesitation, boom. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, across your face. <laughs> and then we just kept on rolling with it. It was great. Um, <laughs> Why'd you turn gangster? Hit me. Fucking hit me. Hit me harder. Guys, I've thrown, like, I've thrown things at people when I drink tequila. Like, I'm not allowed to touch it. Um, no, so. We should also have an episode where you drink tequila. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, he left that night. And um, uh, the next day, I had such I was so, I was so I was like oh my god I have so many regrets um like I can't believe we made all these weird plans for the future I can't believe I, I let him slap me so hard across my face like my body was like he was we, we were rough too and like I had like fingerprint marks on my boobs like it was just not good and um I messaged him like just want to say sorry for last night he's like yeah no worries it, it was it was all good and I'm like cool 
never spoke again. <laughs> really? <laughs> never spoke again? I think it was just, I think we both, like, it was just so awkward. It was a lot. Was a lot. So it went from being, like, the best date ever to being, like, too much too soon fuck no yeah like yeah, yeah. hold your fucking horses wow i was so curious to know like how this ended well shockingly i'm still so single so. the next day yeah they're not in love and they didn't go to the quebec city yeah. still single whatever no. yeah we were even gonna just oh I, i'm pretty sure that night he's like want me to get us a room at the fairmont royal york hotel and i'm like yeah absolutely but i was like no. good thing you didn't like book any plane tickets or something like, could you imagine if and here's the thing I, like whenever i get back from a like a trip i'm like if I don't have anything booked, I'm like, I'm sweating in my boots. I'm like, my God, I have nothing to look forward to. So that was like a so very vulnerable like, yes. time for me. If yeah. he was like, bitch, we're going to Quebec City tomorrow. I'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> so there you go. That's a great story. I love that. You. I went from like a very high high to a very low low very quickly. <laughs> all in one night. Yeah. Oh, and we also, um, he also like took me to like his like office. He had this really cool office like downtown. He like wanted to drop something off. I'm pretty sure it was just like to show off like his yeah. office. <laughs> And he had um, a job. Yeah, he had a job. Did you guys hook up in the office? Um, no, yeah, we, did. we didn't hook up in the office. Unfortunately, that would have been so hot. But we were definitely like, ooh, little little smoochy smooch here and there. But oh, no I like that. Yeah, hot. it was yeah. really hot. Like no one is there. It was a Friday night. Like someone could have been. Anyway. Although if you saw my office, you would know it's like not hot at all. But like I feel like a good like tech startup. It was exactly a tech startup office. It was mm, co working space. Like yeah, and he's like, oh, do you want a beer? Do you want a wine? Like. Uh, it was sick. Open concept brick wall. Yeah. So yeah. actually, before we started, like, exercise ball. <laughs> had everything. It was awesome. Office dog. So many opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like to go since that was like your best date turned into a very disappointing ending. I feel like we should talk a bit about our worst dates. I like that. Okay, so I'll go because I have two that are really bad and I don't know how they've never come up on this podcast before. Oh, I'm so excited. Like, I, I love it. We're never probably, we're never going to run out of content. I know, right? Ever. There's like, so many things that I kind of like have, what do you call the word? Like suppressed down into me. Yeah. And like, you kind of forget about it and then you start talking. You're like, oh my God. Yeah, so when we were, I was thinking of stories for this um, episode, I had to actually go through all my Facebook friends. I had to go through all my Instagram followers and all the content contacts in my phone to think of stories like random people I was like oh this guy I dated him I totally forgot about him yeah. so yeah and for the record of memories I have up. a list in my phone of all the guys I've ever gone on a bumble date with or tinder hinge or dating app date and it really helps for these kinds of things <laughs> I mean I never thought it would come in handy for anything in my life but Do you um, have bumble beside their name no, it's just like a list. I don't okay. know why I so keep it, to be honest. Good. It's just interesting. I kind of wish I did that. I just to look back. Well, wow. It's a good start now, guys. It's well, only well, March. It's true. And I was thinking about these stories. Like, I don't even know this guy's name. I cannot <laughs> remember. Anyway. Sorry, Lauren. As you were saying. <laughs> okay. So this is a juicy one. And they, okay. I actually have two bad date stories, but neither of them really have to do with the guy that was on the date. Um, so it wasn't like the guy was terrible. It was more just the situation. So the one... Um, it was a Friday afternoon. It was right after work. It was beautiful outside. And then like spring. So the weather just started turning nice again. And we decided, me and this guy that I met at an event, we were going to go to Trinity Bellwoods Park to like, he was packing a picnic. He was vegan. And so he wanted to show me that vegan food could be good. And so he cooked this like handmade um, vegan picnic for us. And we like went to Trinity Bellwoods to eat this picnic everything's going great like literally like the stereotypical like Toronto summer night in Trinity Bell with people are laughing drinking beers like 
doing that little tightrope thing. What do you call it? Slack mm. rope? Oh. Yeah, slack rope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very so typical. And um, all of a sudden, we hear this crack and like a very, very loud scream. And it was like maybe like 15 feet away from where we were sitting. And so automatically you like jump to like look what where the noise is coming from. And a tree branch had randomly fallen off of a tree and was squishing a man's chest that was sitting under the tree. And his wife, who was pregnant, was screaming. And so my natural reaction was like, we should probably call 911. The guy I was with's natural reaction was to jump up and like run across like Superman and help the man and give him CPR. He ended up giving him CPR amongst another girl that was in the park. And uh, the man died. Oh, no. I remember, I remember, I remember this. this. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was this. big news. It was a trauma. big thing. I cannot remember this. I didn't know you were there. Well, I was there <laughs> on a date. And so I oh was sitting there on the on our blanket because he had a bike and stuff. I'm like, I could I hate being that person when an emergency is happening and you just like stand around and watch. So yeah. like there was already a crowd around it. So I was like, I'll just stay with our stuff. Don't really know what to do. But when something like that happens, like you don't just like give CPR and leave because he's dead. Like you have to talk to the paramedics. You have to talk to the cops. They can't even remove the body from the park until like a certain amount of time has passed to like mm. keep certain people have to like mm. um, inspect it yeah, or whatever. it's a process. And um, so there's like a man lying under like a orange blanket in the middle of Trinity Bellwoods Park. People are crying. Most people have left at this point because the mood is killed. And I'm still like sitting in the park awkwardly, like texting my family being like, you will never guess what happened to me. And this was before my days of actually going on dates. Like this is probably like one of my one dates in like the three years or something. And I'm like texting my family. I'm like, this is why I don't date. Terrible things happen. Like someone died. It's all in the news. And then like, so this guy finally is like finished talking to the paramedics and police. And he comes back to our table or, or picnic area. And he's like, like, how do you comfort someone who, you just met and like in that situation, like I don't even know how to come from one of you guys in that situation. Mm. And so I was just like, are you okay? Like what happened? Yada, yada. And he's like, I'm so hungry. Like you could tell he was in shock. And so I was like, I'm really not hungry at all. It just watched someone die. You just touched someone who died anyways. So we sat there at Andy's vegan picnic cause I felt bad. And then he's like, want to go for a drink or something? I'm like, honestly, I think I just want to go home now. And um, yeah, so I ended up going home and then like obviously his uh, shock wore off and then he decided to like make this crowdfunding campaign. And so like the next day I was leaving on a cruise. So I didn't even really like know what was happening. I didn't have any Wi-Fi. And I all of a sudden get Wi-Fi and log in. And there was like, all, like literally this was in like every major newspaper in Toronto. And this guy's face was in every newspaper. And he was trying to raise money for this crowdfunding campaign and like trying to get Drake's attention and like all these people's attention. And um, yeah, and so it was that, yeah, someone died on my date. So whenever oh I go to Trinity God. Bellwoods for a date now, which happens frequently in the summer, crazy. I always tell them the story. I'm like, do you want to hear a really bad date story? And they're, there's always someone that goes, oh, I have some too. And I'm like, this one like, no, tops yeah. every bad date story. Right yeah, I'm like, oh don't stand gosh. under the trees because apparently trees can just like shed a branch. A completely healthy That's tree can just shed a limb. Oh crazy. my God. That's insane. So wait, I have a question. So when he um, ran over to um, help, the, to help yeah. um, how long were you sitting at the, like how many hours were you waiting until this was all over? I mean, it felt like an eternity because when you're in that kind of situation, it feels like an eternity. But in reality, it was probably like an hour. Okay. Yeah, I know. Wow. That's, that's a long time. I can't believe it happened. I remember you telling me about that. And, oh, that's hard. Yeah. That's heavy. Always the, I've also gone on a date with someone who said they could top that story. And they told me the story after. And I was like, 
that was just like a normal bad date story like yeah. not at all like anyways so yeah. that's one of my bad date stories <laughs> carly do you have any more bad date stories um yeah i guess there was one i can tell talk about but I, I, I don't remember his name, That's and <laughs> this was already destined to fail because it was a Friday night after work, and I was going out for dinner and drinks with my girlfriends, and I planned on meeting up with this guy afterwards. <clears throat> so by the time I actually got, so I was along Queen Street, and by the time I met up with him in, like, the north neighborhood of, like, Bloor and Bathurst, um, it was already pretty late, and I'd had a few drinks, so I felt good, and uh, so this guy walked in. He was late, by the way. Like, I'm talking, like, 45 minutes late. He was like, I'm almost there. I promise. Oh I'm almost there. So and I'm like, oh, like, I just want to leave. But whatever. And, um, but also, it took forever to get a table at this place where we where we met up. So, I was like, I'm not leaving. Like, this took for freaking freaking ever to get this table. So, he showed up so short. Like, and petite. And I'm not short. And oh, I'm not petite. No. And I was like, fuck me. Like, whatever. how short? Um, like, five, I don't know, like, five, six. Okay. Yeah. So like a Sal's height. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, are you five six or five, I'm like five, five six and a half? Okay. I think we're the same height. I think we're the same height. I'm like five seven. Yeah. So like around your height. Around our height. Anyway, so he shows up. He sits down. Wasted. No. This guy. He's like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I was just like drinking with my friends and we got caught up at this snack bar and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh great, whatever. So we order our drinks. Yeah, just what he needed. Yeah, and he's like, do you want to get food? I'm like, nope, I'm good. I'm good. And he, so he ordered food. Um, and then we had another round of drinks. He wanted another round. And I was like, oh, my God, get me out of here. And it was just so awkward. We had nothing in common. There was no attraction. He was just wasted and wanted a place to, like, eat and drink more. I'm yeah, pretty he's like drunk munchies. <laughs> yeah, and so we split our bills and went our separate, separate ways. Like, I don't have any, like. Did you ever hear from him again? No, I never wanted to talk to him again. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you were rude. You were late. You showed up to the date wasted. Oh, man. And, like. We had nothing in common. And ugh, anyway. Yeah. And he was like 45 minutes. Like that's long. It was yeah, so I would be long. Yeah. Like I get pissed when people are like 10 minutes late. Yes. Like I will say the date like literally lasted maybe 45 minutes yeah, to yeah. an hour anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, And so once that was done, I messaged my friends. I'm like, where are you? I'm coming over. Yeah, I need to and then I just met up with my friends and had a great night. So that's what ended up happening. But yeah, I don't have any like. I can't top that, the tree falling on that. <laughs> yeah. And I have another one because I said I had two. Oh, yeah. Jeez, the so, first one was already like a black mirror. Um, so. <laughs> this was also an awkward one to tell people. Again, nothing to do with the guy. Actually, like I was quite sweet. Um, wasn't my type. So there was never a second date after this, mm. even though I felt like I owed it to him. But on my way to a date, and I was actually doing two dates that night. So I was coming from my one date and got out of the subway and was rushing to my second date, running a little bit behind. And like I said, I hate being late. So I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing. And um, then I get jumped by two girls on the street in the financial district of Toronto, which is not a sketchy area. It was 8 p.m. on a Sunday. So girls, be careful. Um, And so I get jumped. This, like, man saves me on the street. And he's like, where can I walk you to? And, like, I'm on the phone with 911. And... I don't know why my initial reaction was like, I got to go on my date. Like I'm late for my date versus I need to go home or like to a police station or something. And so I make made him walk me to my date and I get there. And, and like, to be fair, I just like also had a panic attack on the street. I was crying. The girls like grabbed my ponytail. So my hair was like all over the place. Like I was a mess. And I show up at this like brewery. I was meeting this guy up and I'm like, the, the nice guy that helped me on the street was like, 
do you want me to wait until like your date shows up? I'm like, honestly, I don't even know what he looks like. Like it's a first date. Like I'm like, I was just like in oh shock. I'm like, I'll just go inside. I'm fine. Like I just wanted to be like around people and where it was like light. And um, anyway, so this nice man, I mean, if you're listening out there, don't know what your name was, but thank you. And he walked me there and I go into the restaurant and I show up on my date and I'm like a mess. Like I'm crying, my makeup's everywhere, my like heart's racing, my ponytail's like ripped out on the side of my head. And I'm like, hi, I'm Lauren. Like, and the guy's like, what happened? And like, cause also when I got jumped, and like after it happened, my immediate reaction before calling 911 was to text my date and tell him I was going to be late because I got jumped. Oh my God. And so he knew something happened, but I like didn't have time to text him. Right. And so I show up and like, I'm like on the date and he's like, do you want to go home? I was like, honestly, I feel like I need a drink. And so I ordered a drink. He ordered a drink and like poor guy like sat there and we tried to have like small talk, but my brain was just not processing what normal conversation was at that point. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a lot of awkward silences and me being like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't remember what you're supposed to talk about on a first date, like slash him being like, you're laughing, but you kind of seem like you want to cry. And I'm like, I do. And then I'd start crying and like, and anyways, and he drove me home at the end of the night because I was like, you have to drive me home because I'm too scared to walk now. And, um, that was the end of it. And I never saw him again. Wow. It's actually insane. Um, yeah, but again, not the guy. Fuck nice, those but... girls that jumped you. Right? I hope they got totally caught. ruined my date. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that would have been like my That could have been your soulmate. They I... fucked up. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't, from what I remember of our conversation, I don't remember us being at like the same stages in our lives. So I felt like I almost needed to give him a second date because I like didn't present the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, yeah, you know what? Just yeah, yeah. And I was also like, you know what? At least I showed up. A lot of girls could have just like not texted you and not showed yeah. up, and you could have thought that they that like was your stood you up. In shock, kind of like buddy with uh, Bellwoods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like I am so happy you came out of that safe. <laughs> like yeah. that could have ended a lot worse, and that's really scary, and it sucks that you had to go through that. Yeah, and I also didn't go on a date after. I would yeah. just like to tell everyone out there: this is how committed I am to finding my soulmate. I will go on a date with you after being jumped. <laughs> Instead of now. instead yeah. of wanting to call nine one one, she wanted to call her date and say she was going to be late. <laughs> I am dependable, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> what won't You're she a do? Cat for the dick. <laughs> I am you a have witch. people now, so we can just roll up on them. Get jumped again. Like, yeah, the bat signal. Yeah. Like somebody date us. So yeah. <laughs> We'll come. Yeah. We're coming. SDU. <laughs> yeah. We need to dating you. Yeah. We need, we need We're in my now. place. There's enough weapons here. Yes. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Mike had, so oh, there's we just, three swords right there. Yeah. Mike was um, invited us to record at his place for the first time. And so we get to see kind of like the life of Magic Mike. Jeez. Well, let's be Behind fair. closed doors. Let's be fair. <laughs> invite us. We're like, so next week, your place. <laughs> yeah, we are curious online. There's also like Pretty random much. knives. And is that a lightsaber thing? What is that? Yes, that's a lightsaber. <laughs> Thank you for just putting me on blast. <laughs> does, it light, I mean, does it light up when you turn it on? It does. It's customly made. Fuck, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Also, it smells really it. nice in here for any ladies that want to date Magic Mike. His apartment is very clean. Very it smells clean. nice. He has mood lighting. Yeah. It's, it's big. Yeah. He has a fireplace. <laughs> Literally a fireplace. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. So, um, how about some embarrassing date stories, guys? I've, I've got a really embarrassing one. Why oh, I want to hear yours yeah. right now. Yeah, You've been for quiet it. for the past two months. Yeah, I had, so. a lot of, I had a lot of stories, so. Yeah, oh, right. I'm so depressed after Lawrence. <laughs> so, let's pick up the mood. People are driving to fucking work with Zell. Let's make our days. <laughs> All right, so this isn't even like the most embarrassing date story. It's like the most embarrassing story 
ever for me, period. <laughs> like, <laughs> ever. Um, so, like, to, to this day, this specific date haunts me. <laughs> I mean, now I can, like, think back and I laugh because this did happen a couple years gave ago. Gave me good content. It gave me good content for this podcast. Um, but so I was dating somebody and it was the summertime. And um, we were both going to our friend's cottage. Um, so, but two separate cottages. Like, he was going to his friend's and I was going to my friend's cottage. Um, but that night, um, there was, like, an event at this, like, local bar. Um, so we were going there. Um, and he told me he was going. And I was excited because I was going to meet his friends for the first time. And I was really into this guy. I, was, I really liked him. So I was very excited but very nervous because I was like, I'm going to be meeting, I'm going to see him and I'm going to be meeting his friends for the first time. So I was drinking a lot. Like me and my friends were getting ready, putting our makeup on and um, I was drinking. So I drank an entire bottle of red wine um, to myself and I literally get drunk from like two glasses of wine. Like not even two glasses. Also, red wine is like the worst thing to get drunk. I know. I've never done that before. It was like this, I don't know, I just started drinking and I was like, I'm just going to keep drinking some more and I couldn't stop and I just drank the whole thing. Um, (laughs) And so, so like, down, you're ready to party. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was ready to party. And um, like literally I, I shouldn't have been allowed into the bar. I was very drunk. And so we get to the bar and he, the guy that I was dating at the time wasn't there yet. Um, so I'm there with my friends and we're dancing. We're having a good time. And these guys come up to us and they're like, oh, I want to buy you some drinks. So um, they kept going to the bar. And I ne- I actually I'm like very paranoid. I'm a very paranoid person. So um, if a guy wants to buy me a drink, I'll, I'll go to the bar with them and I'll, I'll get the drink there at the bar. Um, or if I have like drinks, I'm always very like aware of my surroundings. But I was so drunk. This guy was going to the bar, buying drinks and bringing it back to us. And I was taking it. So I have no idea what he put in it. Um, if he put something in it, I have no idea. Probably because I was like, dating him. No, no, no. Oh. This wasn't the guy that I was okay, dating. It was like, I'm like, guy. I hope he wouldn't like drug you. There's no, <laughs> no this was a random guy because the guy that I was dating Ten. wasn't there yet. Ten. Um, so this random guy was buying us strings, bringing it over to us because at this point I don't remember the night at all. Like I yeah. completely blacked out. Um, so my date ends up coming, um, with his friends. I don't remember it. I remember like bits and pieces of the night, but, um, I remember just like throwing up in the bar and, um, his friends holding my hair back <gasps> and it was like, it was really bad. And I was like, I, I don't remember it obviously. Um, <laughs> but stories that people told yeah, me you know with that you had a feeling <laughs> um yeah and I mean we talked afterwards him and I and um he was like yeah like I want to I want you to meet my friends and that wasn't a good impression I was like I know um we ended up um breaking up after that not because of that but okay. for other reasons um but yeah I was like um, anyway but what's funny is him and I actually reconnected um last year um, I always come back. Yeah, always. <laughs> back to she got that. Here. She got that boomerang. Cause. <laughs> yeah. So we reconnected last year, and we were able to both laugh about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, very embarrassing, and that's never happened. Like I, I don't ever drink that much. Yeah. That's why I think I was drugged because I don't remember anything. I think you just. Drink I think a lot. yeah. I think you just drink a lot. But you, you know, like it usually happens to people. Just, yeah. You just don't usually drink that much. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I've had a lot of nights where I've thrown up. Not so much in the bar, but I it meant, wasn't just I throwing up throw though. Up. Like yeah. I literally. Oh yeah, I've also don't remember like half of my early twenties. Oh all. yeah, like every single night <laughs> I went out, I was blackout. Like yeah. I don't remember mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Yeah, and like once you black out once, it's a lot easier to black out after that. Is that science? It's 
Yeah, that's it's science with Charlie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's science. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I block out a lot. I'm not sure. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> not anymore. No, I'm I'm a grown woman. No, I don't either. I've been for like years now, but yeah. it's like very rarely happens because I feel like I finally learned my limit <laughs> no, of like sure. how to be drunk and have fun and not be blackout i literally have the greatest blackout story that i'll save for another day but let me just say there's a part of my life missing for two hours three hours but i have no idea what happened i nearly gave away my blackberry like oh no i was on some other level um i love it i mean it was a blackberry so yeah it was a curve baby it was back in the day bbm uh what about you lauren I don't really have any embarrassing stories. Um, that I can think perfect. Of I'm just no, like I, I mean, I definitely feel like there's probably one that I've like suppressed and mm-hmm. and it's just never resurfaced. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what are you look like? You're like ready. No, I, I don't know if I've told you guys this yet, but so um, this guy that I dated, um, so it was it's not like a first date embarrassing story, but we were dating, and um, we were like hooking up and we were, I was in his bed and we we're like making out and we we're about to you know get down to business and he's like oh I don't have any condoms I'm like don't worry I do so I went out to my purse to grab it um and I wasn't wearing a top I was just wearing like tights that you wear with the dress mm-hmm. and I was like running back into his room and as I was running I slipped on something and I fucking yeah, fell backwards. Yeah. It was so embarrassing and here I am just running with my big tits blowing in the wind. <laughs> tights t- like my tights were like up past my belly button and I just fucking fall backwards. Luckily like I fell into like a pile of his dirty laundry. Um luckily. so I didn't like oh. luckily. Like I guess you didn't hurt yourself. Yeah, cuz like he had like a keyboard behind there. Oh. I was like a fucking disaster. <gasps> I, like fell backwards and he's like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And I was like, look away, look away. I was like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. And it was so embarrassing. I'm pretty sure I told you, I'm like, I'm like, I wanted to fucking die after it happened. I'm like, please don't look at me. Look away. I'm like, are you looking? He's like, no, I'm not looking. And, um, I like crawled back into bed and I'm like, by the way, the mood is killed. We're not having sex. And I went to bed. Um, it was so embarrassing. I don't know why this just triggered this memory of like, and this isn't really a date. It's just like a guy's story. And I remember, so I used to work in Spain in the summers and I remember meeting this guy who like, I swear to God, spoke 10 words of English, but somehow we made it work. And there was, I was working in this remote mountain village. Like there was no one there. It was like (laughs) population 30 and like 10 of them were Canadians working there. And so I met this like Spanish guy and I was like very exotic. I had blue eyes. Spanish people don't really have blue eyes. And um, we like made out one night drunkenly at the bar and then he stalked me. Like he knew where I lived because um, it was the only place that a camp was happening that I could, that I was obviously teaching at. And he would climb the trees and look in the windows, but he didn't know where my room was. And so like, I remember I was like in bed one night and like literally looking like a loser. I had like my glasses on my retainer in and our like boss, boss that was at the camp came knocking on the door and she's like, um, that Joseph guy is outside windows scaring all the little girls that like are at this camp. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm obviously going to bed. He's not here for me to like sneak out and have a rendezvous with like, and I'm like, I don't want to go out there. Like, I'm obviously scared of this guy. Like, we can do send me out after him. Yeah. Like, George McFly from Back and to so <laughs> meanwhile, we had just played this like game with all the kids. And this guy, our boss, had like a full face painted with like a skeleton face. And so he's like having this conversation with me with, while this happens. Like, okay, fine. I'll go take care of it. And like, 
Thanks and he Richard. like told me the next day he's like, yeah, I like just like ran and like chased after him and yelled at him. I'm like, I'm like did you forget you were on this skeleton? And I like never saw him again. Like now and then I'd see him like drive by our camp and it was so creepy. Uh, but also kind of embarrassing because it was like my boss coming and being like, can you please get rid of this guy you made out with at the bar? And I was like, listen, I didn't ask for him to stalk me. I just have that effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the skull basement. Yeah, I love that. that made it better. It's like, like he forgot to, yeah, he totally like forgot it was, his face was painted like that. Nice. Um, how about some romantic date stories, guys? Do you have any of those? Um, okay, no. Oh. Literally, I have zero romantic date stories. I was looking back and I'm like thinking, I'm thinking. Guys no are one not is, romantic anymore. No one has I ever have done so anything. many. Well, yeah, no but, fucking shit, Sal. Look at you and you're so nice. Honestly, yeah, but are they all from like the same guy? They're from two different guys. Yeah, yeah, out of all the guys you dated, like two guys have done cute things for you. Like, That's true. It's like, I feel like guys are just like, eh, you know, I don't, it's 2019, equal rights. I don't have to do anything cute. It's true. And it was back in the day too. It was back in the day when I was younger. Yeah. Like I don't have a romantic story. I mean, I would say that one that we went to the Lauren Hill concert was pretty cute. But um, I have, I'm going to spin it and say romantic things I've done for a guy. Because I have one and it turned out to be a big fail. This should have been a red flag. But I, so he went away on a trip to Europe. And before he left, he had told me like, you should come meet me at the airport when I come back. And I was like, sure. So while he was away, I planned this whole thing that I was going to come meet him at the airport. By the way, I don't have a car. So I was transiting to the airport to meet him. And I was like, I kept thinking of all the things I like when I come back from a trip. So first of all, I've always wanted a guy to pick me up from the airport because I'm always transiting to and from the airport. No one ever picks me up. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go meet him at the airport. I'm going to bring him his favorite snack, his favorite drink, because I'm always hungry and like dehydrated after flying. And then we'll go back to his house and I'll cook him dinner because you always want like a home cooked meal after you've been traveling. And so I had like all the ingredients. I had gone to like St. Lawrence Market and got like homemade pasta and like all these things. I like had everything to make this recipe for him. And we get to his house and he's well first of all I pick him up from the airport he's grumpy as fuck like he's like yelling at the uber driver grumpy and I'm like okay so I'm just like not gonna give him his snack like I feel like yeah I'm with him he's grumpy um and then he like and then his flight was early so then that means I was a bit late even though like so he was like grumpy at everything and I'm like oh god this is gonna be a bad idea so get to his house I'm like so like I brought everything to make dinner because like I assumed that you'd be hungry and he's like honestly like I'm not hungry I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I can make make you something and like put it in your fridge for later. Like, you're probably jet lag. He's like, no. <laughs> like, okay. And, like, and I put so much thought and effort into this. I remember being so pissed. And and to top it off, we, I left the raviolis in his freezer, which were like expensive from St. Lawrence Market because they yeah. were homemade raviolis. Yeah. You went in. And we broke up not too long after that. And those raviolis were still in his freezer. And that to this day is all I can think about is he still has those fucking raviolis or he's eaten them with another girl. And you know what? This is why I don't do anything nice. Hashtag marriage. I would have gone back. Lauren doesn't cook for anyone. Yeah. I would have gone back for the raviolis. I, I know so many people, I tweeted about it and so many people were like, go back for those raviolis. Yeah. Yes. That is so depressing. Right? That is. Mm. Okay, but it sounds like, make us feel like there's hope again with your romantic stories. <laughs> okay. So one of my very first boyfriends was really really romantic okay. um he did a lot of really cute things for me um he was kind of like a country boy but he lived in oakville so he wasn't really country but like he had a truck 
Um, country. <laughs> he liked country music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, he was a really good guy. And so one one summer night, he picked me up in his truck and I got into the passenger seat and he's like, look, look at the bed, of, like in the bed of my truck. Um, and I turned around, and I looked and there was like a full on mattress oh, in the bed of his truck. And um, it was like filled with pillows and blankets. And we're going to the drive in to watch a movie. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, so he just wanted to have sex with you, and that was romantic. In that case, all of my stories are romantic. (laughs) No, I guess I should have. Yeah, no, we were going to the drive-in to watch a movie, Um, and the weather was just like perfect, and that was really cute. So we watched the movie um, in the bed of his truck on the mattress, and that was really sweet. And he also did a really um, cute, another cute thing. He. I remember we both lived at home with our our parents. Um, So like every opportunity we got, we tried to like go for a drive or like go get coffee and walk around like downtown Oakville or something. Um, So we had he had driven. It was like 11 p.m. one Saturday night and he had driven to this like secluded beach somewhere and I don't know where um and he had a backpack with him and I was like what the hell is in this backpack he's like oh don't worry about it and then we got like got to the beach no one was there and it was like pitch black um and he takes out these things from his backpack he takes out this like blanket he took out these like plastic wine bottles a bottle of wine and like these like battery operated candles and he like lit all around the blanket with these candles and yeah it was like super romantic and cute that is that just sounds so nice. I have FOMO from that date. Like I was, I was really invited. Nice. How responsible of him to not bring glass to the beach? I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got another one too with with another guy. Of course. Um, it was like Valentine's Day. This one's like really quick. Um, he had somehow snuck in flowers. I didn't see that he brought flowers. Um, and uh, he would spend a lot of nights at my place. So he had his like duffel bag. So he like went in my room to like put his things down um and then like he was like oh he was like come in here um so I go in and he had taken out the flowers and it was like on my bed and like he had like a a bag with like lingerie in there um and like a picture frame with a picture of us in it it was like just on my bed there sitting um yeah it was really cute Wow, that is very Okay, but I'm sweet. also going to say, Sal's the kind of girl that would date guys that would do cute things like this. Like, most guys that are like this, like, they're very thoughtful through the whole thing. And usually if a guy's, like, too sappy or anything at the beginning, I'm like, fuck this. Like, get me out of here. Stop telling me how you feel all the time. Really? So, you know, I yeah, like, that. that's, like, totally your type. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think when I like- it comes to doing the nice things, though, um, it, it's not about being, like, sweet and, like, sappy and gushy. It's just if they listen to like the things I like. So if maybe if I mentioned, yeah. I'm like, oh, I really like this or I like that. And then the next time they hang up, they're like, I have a surprise. Even if it's just something really yeah, small. Yeah, like salt and vinegar chips. Like, you know, or like if we're going somewhere and I mentioned a couple artists I like and they're like, oh, I made a Spotify playlist for you. Like little things. Like you don't have to spend money, but it's the little things. It's the thoughtfulness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like, that's, that's the thing. What it's I the like. thoughtfulness. Like, and like every, things. those were very thoughtful. Yeah. So ugh, I'm just... Um, guys, I have a cringeworthy date story. Do so. Oh, yeah. Okay. So in my last job, I was in marketing um, and we had like random people coming in the office and wanting to meet with me to talk about product services, whatever. Um, and so there was this older man that would come in. Um, he came in and he wanted to have our product service in his um, workplace because he was a pilot. So um, anyway, so he 
started to come once a week to see me and the conversations started to not be about business anymore. He was coming in and dropping by just to say hi. And it was getting to a point where I was like, okay, maybe this guy's just lonely and he just wants a companion. And I just felt kind of bad for him. So I was very nice throughout this whole time. Um, I never told him, you know, you got to stop coming to my workplace. So um, he came and and, uh, he started talking about how he likes watches and clocks. And my dad likes watches and clocks. Um, So he actually brought me a gift and it was a Louis Vuitton watch. And I was like, I was like, I can't accept this. And he was like, no, no, no. I like, I wanted to get this for you. Um, So I still have this watch, guys. And it's real? I don't know. I have no idea. No, I still have it. Um, And then he started saying, I want to meet your dad because I want to talk business. I want to talk clocks and watches with your dad. So I had told my dad, I'm like, dad, there's this old guy that keeps coming into my work and like really wants to meet with you. Talk about business. Just like give him like two seconds of your time. My parents are super nice. So they like invited him over for dinner. And I remember he was at, this is when I lived at home still. So I was there in our family room and my parents were in the kitchen. And when my parents got up to leave, this older man quickly, like I honestly, it happened in like two milliseconds. He takes out his cell phone. He's like, I just want to take a photo of you and like snaps a photo of me. He's like, I want to show my son. So in my head, like I must have been blinking in this photo because it happened so quickly. In my head, I'm like, oh, he wants to show his son. Maybe he wants to set me up with his son. Later, I find out his son is married and has kids. So it wasn't for his son. It was for himself. God knows what he did. So then, I don't know. He kept trying to get really close with my family. And then um, he somehow got my mom's cell phone number. Calls my mom one night um, and asks my mom permission to take me out for dinner. Um, and my mom was like really shocked. She was like, that's inappropriate. Like she has a boyfriend. And he, he didn't and know that I had like a boyfriend at the time. Something. He was older than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he like, was like... You're ancient. It's inappropriate. It's a boyfriend. But if she didn't have a boyfriend... So we're talking like a 40-year age gap here, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, like, around yeah. yeah, around like 70. Mm. Um, so anyway, like he was a very handsome older man. Like For he sure. took care of himself. Um, and so anyway, yeah. So we found out that he was courting me like they do back in the days. Like he was, <laughs> he was really trying to get me. Anyway, so I never heard... My mom was like, no, like you got to stop you know, calling me and all this stuff. And then um, he stopped visiting me at work. And then, yeah. But it's nice that he, like, respected you and, like, backed away. But nevertheless, that's that's really cringy. It was, like, cringy once I knew what his intentions were. But he never did anything um, inappropriate with me or said anything appropriate. He was very, he was a very nice man. Um, But, yeah. But when I was, like, oh, my God, he was into me. Because apparently he told my mom that he was very fond of me and stuff. So I was, like, oh, my God. I did not see that coming. looking for a sugar baby. Did that make you feel kind of, like, weird after? Like It did. Right? Because there was all these times we were, like, alone together. And when he took the photo of me. And I was, like, ooh. Yeah. What about you guys? Do you have any cringeworthy stories? Um, I don't know if, like, like a little cringeworthy. Um, so I have a roommate, as you know, and um, not too long ago, um, I had a guy over and we were, like, hooking up on uh, my couch. And I heard someone come in the front door, but it could have been my neighbors below. Um, but it wasn't. It was my lovely roommate walking in. And it was pretty late at night. Um, so, and he'd been out, like it was like a weekend night. And so I had enough time to like get off and like cover myself up and just pretend we're like watching a movie. Um, but yeah, my roommate full on like walked in and was like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, please leave. Um, <laughs> that was really cringy. That was horrible. And like, yeah, if you met my roommate, you like, he fucking has no idea that it, this yeah. totally went over his head. I think this is like the second or third time that's actually happened. And your happened. mood was completely ruined after that. I was completely ruined. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's it. And then I've definitely like hooked up with people before and like had like their siblings like walk in or like just like a root like one of their roommates. Like, it was just why I so weird. Hate going to guys' houses when they have roommates. I've been really fortunate. Every like I would say the past like four guys I've dated have all lived alone. And I yeah. just, with the exception of like worry. one, I'd always go to their house. And it's nice to just like walk to the bathroom and be naked and not be like, oh God, I gotta cover up every in the middle of the night when I have to get up and go pee. Or, or like in the morning. It's just weird. Yeah. It's just I know I'm supposed to be like a mature adult, but I'm still like, no. <laughs> Okay, I don't have any cringeworthy stories that I can think of, but I definitely have some weird stories of people I've matched with. So, um, one being my distant relative. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> my mom's side of the family is not close at all, other than like my grandma and my uncle. Like, that's it. We don't have any cousins. Um, we're not close with the extended family. And so, I have no idea what they look like, no idea what their names are. I didn't even know my mom's, my mom was like her last name's French from France, not French from Quebec. And um, so anyway, so I matched with this guy and I didn't read his bio until after we matched. And he had put his Instagram handle in his bio. So you know you match, you don't know their last names. Sometimes you date people for like multiple weeks and don't know their last names. And he had put his Instagram handle in his bio and it had my mom's last name as part of it. And so I made a joke. I was like, I don't know how common her last name is. I'm assuming it's pretty common. And I messaged him and being like, oh, you have the same last name as my mom's maiden name. Maybe distant relatives. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. And he, his response back was like, so I did some creeping and your mom is mutual friends on Facebook with my dad and my aunt. And I was like, okay, like my mom doesn't add randoms on Facebook. Like we're hundred percent related. He's like, that's so weird. Like, why haven't I ever met you at family reunions? I'm like, yeah, it's a little like my family isn't invited like <laughs> and also but like can you imagine if he did not have that instagram handle i could have like things could have gone a lot further before yeah. i knew his last name <laughs> like how bad so the lesson learned try to figure out people's last names especially if you have distant family you don't know about <laughs> yeah um, kissing cousin and my mom thinks it's so hilarious stressed, yeah. so she t- makes me tell it all the time at like family dinner <laughs> <laughs> Have you and met then, him in real life or anything? No. Like, and then no. and then she tries to tell me, like, she's like, well, he's not, like, really related to you. I'm like, he is. Just distantly, mom. Like, same last name. Honestly, it's such, like, an older generation thing. Oh, like, gosh, I, it, like yeah. seriously, like, my grandma's like, what about this person? I'm like, well, related. I'm like, isn't he, like, kind of related to us? <laughs> and, and she's like, it doesn't. Like, and, like, like, no, it was, like, it's, like, third cousin, like, yeah, twice removed kind yeah, of yeah. deal. And I'm like, fuck no. no. I'm no. like, too close. Listen up. Yeah. Listen up, girl. 23 and me. No, sorry. No, exactly. <laughs> if we share a fucking hint of data, you can fuck right off. Um, and also, another time I matched with twin brothers. <laughs> like, they weren't the same profile. Like, they had their own profiles. I think one was on Tinder and one was on Bumble. And I matched with the one guy and he had actually lived in Kitchener. And I was super bummed out because, you know, I do not date outside of Toronto. Yeah. And um, we hit it off and we were texting back and forth. But he's like, Honestly, like, I don't really know when I'm going to be in Toronto again. And then I matched with his identical twin brother and I had told him and he's like, honestly, you should just go for him. Like, I don't know when I'll be in Toronto, whatever. And so I went for his twin brother who like ghosted me after like two dates. I was like, you know what? Maybe I picked the wrong twin. (laughs) But it was like a whole saga. Like everyone at work knew I was like, had matched with these twins and they're like, this sounds like something from like a rom-com. Yeah. I love how self-deprecating that one twin was like, do I just go for it? Yeah, just go for it. Like whatever. Um, yeah. Um, but let's move into the dating hall of shame. So this segment is all about, um, profiles we've come across that have been weird, funny, outrageous. Yeah. So Lauren, do you want to go first? Do I ever. 
Okay, I can't, like, a lot of people have been sending me their dating hall of shames lately, and now that I look at it, this one 100% was sent to me. I have no idea who was from. I can just tell that it's a screenshot, and it says Rogers, and I'm with Belle, so. I know know it wasn't from my phone. Anyways, so this guy, his name's Tim. Um, Honestly, it has nothing to do with anything in his profile. He checks out. He's 33, six foot, lives in Yorkville. But this is his main photo. Ready? Oh, oh my fucking god! Is that a that's a vagina? Yes. So those, for those are some rosy lips. Those, that that is a puckery asshole. Tim Tim is obviously at <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I can't see it. Let so, me so show me again. Tim, he's at like some sort of art exhibit, and the art on the wall is um, a vagina, like a very close up of a vagina, life size. I want to know. He is posing next to it. I want to know if it's an oil painting. Is it acrylic? (laughs) I think it's a photo. That's a photo. photo. You think it's a photo? I think so. It would have to be a really good painting. Look at the veins and the legs. I mean, that that could be an oil painting. Who is this girl's waxer? Because like that's amazing. No, there's not a single hair to ever be seen. No, guys, I just got a Brazilian, and let me tell you, there's no hair. Yeah, but does it look like (laughs) that? Um, she probably has laser. Yeah, I mean, they probably photoshopped it. Let's be honest. Photoshopped it, yeah. Okay, what about your guys's? Um, guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to John. Oh, John. So John, John is seemingly normal. I don't know. I like funny guys. So I saw this picture and I'm like, you never know, right? You know? <laughs> so it's just a picture. White. It's black okay. and white. He's he um is wearing um uh a towel on his head like a little babushka and has these disgusting glasses on. But I'm like, whatever. I can get into it. Read his bio. John. He says, I can cook and do the washing up for you. Still looking to start a family immediately, and very good bad boy. Second photo. Oh, oh my! Why do we find so many guys with masks? I and don't know. He likes kiss. And like, kiss. He's a huge fucking kiss head. Yeah. Third photo. Oh, is it tattoo? Is that a face tattoo? Like, no. is it a real tattoo? Or does he draw that on every morning when he wakes up? I don't know. Part of his morning routine. <laughs> I have no idea, but he's very serious, and he's like lols. I don't know. Oh so this my. is John, is guys. Is this braids? Um, no, it's just very greasy. It's like oh, matted. I honestly, I, I, that could be a tattoo on his face. Well, I feel for him. <laughs> anyway. I like it. I appreciate how you tried to give him a chance, but. But did you yeah. swipe around? No, not. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so I've got this guy. His name's Eric. He's 32. He is actually from Texas, but he was in town. He was in Toronto. Uh-huh. Oh, yeehaw. Um, and he he's part of a band. They, he does like the fire for the band. He's a p- oh, pyro pyrotechnic. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's, his, that's his. Anyway, so in his bio, I'm not going to read it. It's kind of long, but he says that Sick. he uh, is in love with his dog. Um, and so the photos are very funny. So it's him um, beside his motorcycle, and he in literally every single photo he has uh, cut out his dog's face. And he's put it somewhere in the photo. So creative. Yeah. So this is the first photo. The, uh, the dog is his face is on his motorcycle. Oh my this is the second photo. So it's oh. the dog and then the guy's face. So he's already cut out. over here. Wow. And then this guy's a soulmate. Okay, can you find him in this photo? Oh the baby. <laughs> so <laughs> the guy is on the toilet and then his dog <laughs> is an ant on the floor. You see his dog in the yeah, corner. He has ants. Um, I love him. Anyway, there's like there's so many with his dog's I face. Give this guy Sal. I'm pretty sure was that one of was that his first photo? Maybe because I think I saw him too. 
This, and then there's this one with all the dogs in the background. That is so This guy funny. gets an A plus for creativity. Yeah, yeah. I love him. I am not necessarily shaming him. I'm thinking he is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And if I he didn't that. live in Texas, good. we I would be friends him. with him and have him on our mm-hmm. podcast. You guys need to wait till you see this. It's amazing. And his dog is super cute. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. But yeah. that brings us to the end of the episode, guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Time flies when you're having Already fun and drinking over. mimosas with your yeah. best girlfriends. Right, Mike? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. See you next week. Bye. Hey, guys. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us. And make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.